In today's show, we look ahead to Thursday. There are four games on. We talk about what we're watching for. We talk about streaming options, and we talk about how to attack the rest of Week 12. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at basketballmonster.com. And you can find me on Twitter as always at redrock underscore Beeble on TikTok at redrock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. So we're looking ahead to Thursday. There are four games on. It's a perfect day to stream. And we have got um, three streamable days in the last four days of the week. So we're going to look at how we attack the rest of this Week 12 matchup, who we stream in, how we can maximize our games played. Warning. Let's get it on, Gilly. (laughs) (laughs) All right, first game up is the Grizzlies and the Magic. Now, both of these teams are on a back-to-back. So, hard to know exactly what we're going to watch for because we don't know what's going to unfold in Wednesday's game. But in terms of injuries, Mo Wagner will still be suspended. He wasn't suspended for that game last week. He was out ill. So, they're going to start his suspension for Wednesday, and he's going to sit Thursday as well. So, Mo Wagner will be out, but Franz Wagner will return. John Isaac will be out. Chuma OKK will be out. And I'm going to assume that Bol Bol will be out. He's out for COVID on Wednesday. I find it unlikely that he'll return and play the next day after that. So I'm thinking all those guys are going to be out. On the Grizzlies side of things, Desmond Bain, they said that the last back-to-back that he sat on Saturday, Sunday would be the last back-to-back that he sits for this injury. The Grizzlies schedule is so weird. They had a Saturday, Sunday back-to-back, a Wednesday, Thursday back-to-back, and then a Sunday, Monday back-to-back. So their next or their six games in a row are all back-to-backs. Now, Jaron Jackson is playing back-to-backs, and I think Bain is going to be playing back-to-backs as well. So we don't know that. This load of all these back-to-backs might mean that we get a random Bain game off or a random Jackson game off, but that's just how their schedule looks. Tyus Jones is questionable with an illness. Zaire Williams is questionable with a knee issue. Santi Aldama is questionable with ankle soreness. And Brandon Clark has been ruled out with hip soreness as well. With Clark out, they'll probably go to Xavier T. Illman. Well, sorry, Clark's been ruled out for for Wednesday. I don't know whether these guys are going to be available Thursday. That's Jones, Williams, Aldama, and Clark. They're all still got the potential to play on Thursday. So there's a lot that can happen there. The other one in um, Orlando is there is a possibility that Jalen Suggs returns. I don't know what his role is going to be because they're going to have Fultz, Anthony, and Gary Harris there. So where Fultz plays, is there enough there for him to be must-roster or must-add? I don't know that, but if we do hear that he's playing with only four games on on Thursday, he's worth worth at least having a look. Now, he'll be limited with this ankle problem and might only play 21, 22 minutes, but when you look at the streaming options for Thursday, Suggs might actually be useful given how few teams actually play on Thursday, and then we try and work out how it all fits over the coming days after that. The Celtics and the Mavericks is the next game. Boston are two-point favorites in this one. We know that Josh Green is out for Dallas, as is Muxy Kleber, as is Dorian Finney-Smith. While for Boston, Rob Williams missed the last game for injury management. I expect that Rob Williams returns here, but I don't know that for sure. So um, we want to see that, I guess. And I want to see how Rob Williams plays. Can we get over 22 minutes, maybe? 
He played 22 minutes and I think his third game back. Hasn't hit that mark since. And is just sitting around the 20-minute mark coming off the bench, which is frustrating. We want to see if there's a change in that. The production's been okay. Points League's not so much. I think he still is a must-roster guy, though. I'm not giving up on him. Um, but it is a little troubling, the slow progress here. It's two weeks since he made his debut, and nothing has really improved or changed. I also want to watch Malcolm Brogdon, who played 26 minutes in that beatdown against the Thunder because they limited everyone else and Marcus Smart got ejected. Previous to that, he was playing 17 to 20 minutes as Derek White's backup, really, and Marcus Smart's backup. 17, 20 minutes of Malcolm Brogdon is nowhere near enough. But with this good schedule they have, Thursday, Saturday, it is worth holding him through those two games to see what happens and just get some value in. For the Mavs, I do want to watch the crucifix Christian Wood because his block numbers have been insane. He's playing really well. The minutes aren't consistently as high as we'd want them, but it doesn't really matter for his production. Like He hasn't hit 30 minutes in three straight games, but he's still getting good numbers. Like I'd love him to push 33-34 every night, but it just isn't happening. I also want to watch Tim Hardaway because... I know that he's inconsistent, but last five games minutes, 39, 38, 33, 37, 37. And with Finney Smith and Green out, I expect big minutes again for Hardaway and the Mavericks play three games in the next four nights. Now he's going to be very inconsistent, but with that good schedule, with those huge minutes and the Green and Finney Smith not likely to return the rest of this week, there's still a big opportunity here, I think, for Tim Hardaway to put up some um, really interesting performances. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is, as you're well aware, the best tasting protein bar ever. When you're looking for a delicious treat, it's easy to grab a high calorie candy bar. It's easy. But why would you want to do that? You want to get something that tastes delicious, which Built Bar does, but it's also healthy. Just like 130 calories in a bar, but jam packed with 17 grams of protein in all these delicious flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, coconut almond, and all of the bars, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. That is how they make them taste so good. In the past, I would sit here and go, go to built.com and get your order. But now, you don't have to do that. I mean, you can you can still do it, but you don't have to. Because you can go straight into Walmart, go to the pharmacy section, and they've got little cute four-bar boxes of Built Bars in cookies and cream flavor, that's my favorite, double chocolate and coconut puffs. Or you can go to Sam's Club, and they've got a whopping 13-bar box, which includes the flavors brownie batter and churro. So when you're looking for that delicious treat that's low in calories but high in protein, Built Bar is the answer. Get it at Walmart. Get it at Sam's Club as well. Built Bar is built different. Let's go to the Jazz and the Rockets. This one is a back-to-back. For Houston, the Jazz are five-point favorites here. Colin Sexton will be out. Jay Sean Tate will be out. And I'm guessing that Eric Gordon is going to be out on the back-to-back as he always is. So some... and. It, we don't have any word that Gordon's going to sit Wednesday. So it's good that he sits Thursday because it opens up the streaming value for other players. So on the Jazz side of things, at the end of that game against the Kings, Will Hardy, who played Oshai Baji in the first quarter of that game against the Kings. Now, granted, he was pretty bad in that time. But Hardy said after the game, I'm going to have to find him more minutes. And most of the Jazz people I was looking at were speculating that, that would mean that Rudy Gay would come out of the rotation. Gay has really not been able to do anything at all this season. He's obviously older. And Agbaji is a lottery pick that they got in the Sexton trade, who's been actually non-existent this season and quite poor. Whether they play Agbaji or not, whether that means Gay is out of the rotation, I don't know. But deeper leagues will at least want to pay some attention there. And people in dynasty leagues will want to pay some attention. Does he actually show anything? Does he show that he can be good? Does he show that he can be a starter or a useful rotation player? Because he hasn't yet. So let's see if we're able to get anything out of that. Well, Kelly Linux in a little bit of a slump. The shots just aren't falling. 
He's under like 43% from two and under 30% from three. Those numbers need to come up. The minutes are fine. He's getting into a lot of foul trouble, but the shooting is just way off. So I want to see that improve from Kelly Olenek. Um, on the Rockets, what we do want to watch, again, we don't know what's happening on Houston. We're always going to watch Shingun, but KJ Martin is going to get that boost with the likelihood that Eric Gordon is out. So Martin does become an interesting option for us. The fourth game and the last game of the day is the Clippers and the Nuggets. This is the first of a back-to-back for the Clippers. Um, but both Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are listed questionable. So I would, George, with that hamstring tweak from last game, Leonard with an illness. There is no way that George and Leonard play both of these games. Leonard was never going to play both of them anyway. And George, with this sore hamstring, is not going to come back and play the back-to-back. Whether they sit Thursday or Friday, I don't know. John Wall's also going to sit one of these games. And how they manage it is going to depend on the statuses of George and Leonard and how all the rotations look. So we would hope, from a streaming and fantasy perspective, that all of those guys sit on Thursday because then it opens up tons of stuff for Morris and Batum and Wall and Jackson and Kennard. And man, that all opens up on Thursday. But if they all play on Thursday and then they all sit Friday, then you know the value is not as useful. But we don't know that yet. Norman Powell, to me, is not a must-roster player across 12-team leagues, nor is Nico Batum. But if we have George and Leonard out, then they are great grabs for Thursday. And then, again, those other names that I mentioned, Canard, Morris, man, less so coffee. But a bunch of guys who would gain value if we have George, Leonard, Wall out, two of those guys out, or all three of them out on Thursday. We just don't know, unfortunately, how they're going to run things. Um, but just expect that they are going to sit games either Thursday or Friday opening up opportunities there. On the Denver side of things, Jeff Green is out, Peyton Watson is out, and Colin Gillespie is out. What I do want to watch is Bruce Brown's minutes. He played 22 minutes last game. So did Bones Highland. Now, Brown in 22 minutes is not a 12-team league player. Highland in 22 maybe is, but maybe isn't. This is the first of a back-to-back for Denver as well. So I guess we think that the headmaster, Jamal Murray, might sit Friday. Again, it would be much better for us if he sat on Thursday, and that would enable Brown and Highland to get that value. Now, if I do have Bones, if I do have Bruce, like they're great streams for Thursday, and then they're probably worth holding for Friday because if Murray sits, they both likely become startable players there. So I want to see what they're able to produce. I want to see what the minute split looks like between these two on a fully healthy squad, and then you roll that into Friday's games. That is how I want to approach that. If we look at some streaming options for the back-to-back, the Thursday-Friday, we're looking at two teams here. It's the Clippers and the Nuggets. So a bunch of names. We've got Bones Highland, Nico Batum, Storm and Norman Powell, um, Bruce Brown, Marcus Morris, Contavious Caldwell Pope's available, great stream. Um, the Duck Luke Kennard and Reggie Jackson. Because we're going the assumption that George, Leonard, Wall, and Jamal Murray are all going to sit one of these two games, boosting a lot of the value for the players on either side or on, on both of those squads. Today's episode is also brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. A small business owner, hiring manager, you know, success in 2023 all depends on the team members that you surround yourself with. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have the skills, values, and experiences to help you achieve your goals. LinkedIn Jobs helps you quickly attract qualified candidates to your open jobs with targeting tools. 
They go beyond resume data by using insights from your job post company and their 875 million member profiles to put your post in front of the most qualified candidates. LinkedIn Jobs makes it easy to screen and rate applicants based on your job qualifications all on one platform. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash lockedonnba. That's linkedin.com slash lockedonnba to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Let's go back to some streaming options now for Thursday. These guys are all available in 40% of leagues or more. Markel Fultz, don't know why he's still available in so many spots. He's at 60% and Cole Anthony's at 61%. I would have thought it would have been the other direction, but if they're both available, they're both good streams. Walker Kessler, yes, last game he had some foul trouble and minutes down, still 12-team league player. Tim Hardaway, Malik Beasley, Derek White with some good stream value for Thursday. Norman Powell, Marcus Morris, and Bruce Brown Jr. You can also throw maybe a KJ Martin onto that mix, but this is a weird four-game day where there are a ton of very useful streaming options, and you don't normally get that. There's a lot of guys available. For deeper leagues, these guys are all available in over 90% of formats. Nico Batum, great stream. KJ Martin, unbelievable stream. Nikhil Alexander-Walker, less so unbelievable, but maybe he gets... Maybe, look, maybe Agbaji takes his role. I don't think he does, but maybe. Uh, Luke Kennard. Dwight Powell, Reggie Bullock, Gary Harris, and Ujman Garuba. Of course, throw Jalen Suggs in there if he is available and, and ready to go. Not that he's a deep leg guy necessarily. In points leagues, um, this is the priority that I'd add these players. Fultz, Hardaway, Kessler, Stormin Norman Powell, KJ Martin, Marcus Morris, Reggie Jackson, and Derek White. Powell, Morris, Jackson will all bump up to the top of this list if George and Leonard happen to be out on Thursday. So just, just be aware of that. Now it's important that we look at the rest of the week. There's four days left in week 12. So let's have a look at what that means. Who can we add? Where do we get value for our waiver wire ads? These are the guys. Then we've got low volume days, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. So we want to target teams that play there. So there's a couple of really clear options. Walker Kessler. I know the minutes weren't great last game. Three games in the next four nights from Walker. You might get 60 minutes. You might get 58 minutes. That's just plenty. It's so it's an, it's so much for one waiver ad. Yeah, great ad. Tim Hardaway. Is is he efficient? No, not always. Is he consistent? Not really. Three games, big minutes. He might play over 100 minutes in the next four nights. That's great. Malik Beasley. No Colin Sexton. Minutes rise up. Much like Hardaway, he's inconsistent. He's a points and threes guy, but that volume should be enough. Even if he stinks in one of those games, it's still good value. Uh, Markel Fultz has got two games and Derek White's got two games over the next four nights on those low volume days. That's They're useful enough to stream in. Then you've got Dwight Powell, who even though look, not the greatest producer, three games. Three games is interesting, same as Nikhil Alexander-Walker. So obviously we're looking at Mavs and Jazz, who play three low volume days in the next four nights. And then there's also Norman Powell in there who really might be able to get a boost. They play three games, but two on low volume days. They play the Thursday, Friday, and then on the Sunday. If we just look at the next four days in total, guys that you can add, the first five names on this list are guys that you add and they're startable, irrespective of volume of games. Dan Gafford, they only got one game left, but he's a startable player, so add him. Kyle Anderson's got two games left, and you were talking about um, one of those on a high volume day. Doesn't matter, startable. Killian Hayes, I think he's pretty close to startable as well with two games in the next four nights. Then you've got Fultz, Trey Murphy, with the injuries of the Pelicans, he's a great ad. If he, and he is available in 40% of the league, so go and add him. And then Walker Kessler and Tim Hardaway and Norman Powell, they might not be startable necessarily, 
on the on the higher volume days, but it doesn't really matter for Kessler and Hardaway because they don't play on the higher volume days. So they are really good ads. Um, and we just talked about them having great value. And then Norman Powell, maybe you don't start him on the high volume Friday, but if Paul George and Kawhi are out, then maybe you do. So he's a real, look, as much as I don't like him long-term, this is the this is the optimum time to have Norm Powell on your roster. And that will do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. And if you're here on YouTube, thumb it up and leave those comments down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.